you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And we're not going to necessarily just talk about our weekends today. We're going to talk about how our year was. Um, so do not ask me. So, how was your year? Because <laughs> I felt like... Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, because this is our last episode of the year. Burr, 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 burr. Um, so, we're kind of going to talk about our year in review overall. And, you know, our ups and downs in our personal life with the podcast. You know, everything that we want to open up to y'all pretty much. <laughs> We can even talk about some highlights in media, too. So, um, what do we want to start with? Do we want to start with podcast highlights? Sure. All right. So, what was, like, some of your favorite episodes this year? Um, Coachella. I like that episode because... We was out. We were... That was fun. We had to do more of that. We were, like, out. So, it was kind of fun not being inside and kind of being, like live from someplace yeah i'm always like cautious of doing it live from someplace because i feel like it's going to be noisy but at coachella it was I like mean, we outside. found a spot we a found a spot space mm-hmm. and it was the last day so it wasn't like too crazy so i enjoyed that one mm-hmm. um, only one person like interrupted us <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah um, that was fun i like our chat with the Lawrence hive yeah that was good that was a good conversation mm-hmm. um I was looking back, and I remember the bag lady episode when I oh. first, when I actually discovered <laughs> what bag lady is really about. Mm-hmm. That was a highlight for me. Yeah. Our, well, <laughs> I will base what I think our listeners' favorite episode off was just off of our most played episode was our worst date ever episode. Was it really? That's the most played episode since we started, like, period. Really? Yes. Um, and that was, like, towards the later half of this year. That's hilarious. Um, I didn't it, know that. Yeah, it has the most plays out of all of our episodes, period. So, I think we got to talk about our dating stories more. Well, we got to get some stories, but... I would say, well, I need to date more. Cause <laughs> part of the struggle is I ain't got nothing for y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. But. Um. So, yeah, we got to talk about that more often because I feel like people liked hearing it um, a lot. But that was a fun one, too. Um, what about you? Hmm, I I liked our Coachella one. I agree with you on that. And then we had an episode where, I guess this is dating too, but we talked about our Tinder, like, failures. and mm-hmm. Because I guess the last time I was, like, really serious on Tinder was the later half of last year and the beginning of this year. Since then, I haven't been on. But that was a fun one, like, just talking about how sucky Tinder can be. And the good things that can also um, happen from Tinder. Mm-hmm, yeah. Our 100th episode was fun. That was a good episode. Yeah, that was good. It was celebratory. Um, that was good. Well, our live episode, which of course is not here, that was fun. Um, that was just a fun day, period. Stressful getting there, but, but that a was fun our day. first live show and it went very well. Mm-hmm. And- 
Hopefully, we'll have more in the future. Yeah, we will. We gotta speak that into existence. You're right. Speak it. We'll <laughs> have more in the future. Yeah. So I guess those are my couple of favorites um, this year. So, <laughs> what are some of your highlights? Let's go with work first. What were your work highlights? Um. Uh, well, I got promoted. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. We both got promoted this year. This year, I didn't realize that. It feel like such a while ago, but it really wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, we, stuff always happens for us around the same time. Like that never. That's fails. why you gotta get a boyfriend because that means oh, mine's geez. is coming. Do you get that? But why can't you get yours? You got your promotion first, thing. Well, so one of us gotta do something. The <laughs> I'm saying, if it always happens around the same time, one of us gotta do something. I think you always get yours first, though. First boyfriend, you got yours like a month or two before me. Uh, promotion was before. What? When did you get your promotion? Uh, I think I got it like maybe end of April. Okay, yeah, I got mine in June. So yeah, yours always. So you gotta get a boyfriend because you Honey, always get. You gotta go first, child. Because I, <laughs> my struggle is. Nah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the super wing woman. Because we want to focus on you. The struggle is so real. And then I'll follow up little months later. Too real. That's Um, fine. We're going to make it happen. So, yeah, I did get promoted. And I feel like, you know, at my job, before I got the promotion, we were understaffed. Mm -hmm. And so for a good period of time, I was doing... Um, a lot. I was yeah. doing multiple positions. I was like really kind of keeping the ship afloat. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just learned that I'm capable of a lot more. I was mm-hmm. so anxious about was I going to be able to make it, and I made it and I thrived. We had like I had back to back to back events. I was doing by myself and they went very well. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like a you can do more. Mm-hmm. Don't limit yourself. So that yeah. was like a good lesson. Um, and then. I also, uh, I learned a hard lesson of just, you know, not letting people get the best of you mm. at work specifically. Because yeah. yeah. I feel like in the midst of my busyness, I was definitely getting more irritable. And I just feel like I just can't let people get me that easily. Mm-hmm. Especially for me where, like, I love my job. and I, I mean, I love my career. I love being an event planner. Yeah. But, like, that's not my life. That doesn't define me. And mm. I just feel like having so much energy negative energy because mm-hmm. I'm like annoyed or frustrated just isn't worth it yeah so yeah. that was another good lesson it's a lesson so I'm gonna call it a highlight okay and um what else oh I did get awarded mm-hmm. oh yeah February. I forgot about that I did too <laughs> um a rising star award mm-hmm. in the event planning industry it was an industry award so that was kind of so a big deal it. Yeah, that is not kind of. That is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like I was unpacking and I unpacked the plaque and I mm-hmm. just like I was like, oh now I should hang this up because yeah. it's been in a box. Yeah, um, that happened months. to me the other day. I was like, what the heck is this? Because my grad school um, degree is like it's really big, so it's rolled up in one of those two things, and it like fell from behind something. I was like, why do I have a poster? Like, what is this? I opened. I was like. Oh, Sydney! Like we should get a free. It's a whole degree. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's a thousand of dollars in the team. Speaking of degree, I think my college degree is still at home. 
Like, I need to yeah, go there and get it. it. I mean, like, all my, my, my undergrad degree is still I know she has my high school degree. She has all my diplomas. All she has mine all is that. still in the envelopes or the tubes. So, for, I feel um, like now I should, like, get it and yeah. get it framed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and put it up. But, yeah, the award was pretty dope because, mm-hmm. like, it was submitted on my behalf. So, someone... Mm-hmm submitted it for me and yeah. I won mm-hmm. and I didn't even know I won mm-hmm. my job um, they do they look out for clips right every day right and my job was mentioned because it was attached to me yeah and so that's how I learned I got it like my coworkers like congratulations I was like on what because did she was like your spam email yeah like I didn't know so when they said I won I didn't I had no idea it went yeah. to my spam I didn't even know yeah. and so I got all these emails from coworkers like congratulations I'm like what are y'all talking about <laughs> yeah and then she sent me the article she's like did you not know I'm like <laughs> No, no. <laughs> but that's pretty dope, right? Yeah. So those are my professional highlights. So mine, of course, I got. We just talked about. I got promotion. Um, let's see. I got the little award for my agency, um, and that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, I went to my first marketing conference, and I went by myself. Which All right. I mean, it's cool, but um, I was, like, a little nervous, but it was fine. Um, and then we did our, this is also a couple, well, not even a couple weeks ago, maybe a week or so ago. We did our end of the year, like, marketing outlook presentation um, that we're going to have to redo because half of our agents, well, not half, but a good amount of people weren't there and they want to see the presentation, so we got to redo that soon. Um, but that was, I think, all my work highlights. For the most part, yeah, like good growth year for me, um, most definitely, especially with my new boss, she's helped a lot, so a lot of professional growth. So, how about personal life uh, highlights? What does personal life consist of? Uh, you bought a house, that would be personal life. I would consider that personal life. I bought a house. <laughs> I bought a house. <laughs> That's a big deal. That um, pretty cool. <laughs> so then, yeah, that probably be my major mm-hmm. major accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I, I bought a house. I'm in a house. I just paid my mortgage today. <laughs> I cry a little every time, <laughs> um, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So let's see. Obviously, like outside of that, mm-hmm. personal life, I think it was a, another great year of self development. Mm-hmm. Um, made some really, you know, large like strides in like therapy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I traveled a lot this year, mm-hmm. which. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for planning well financially because I did all that. And plus so, the house. Yeah. So I feel like anything is possible, people. Yeah. You budget. <laughs> and I really had a budget. And so um, I went skiing for the first time this year. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I forgot about that. I know you forget. I was thinking about was it. You just forget. That was the beginning of the year. Um, we did Coachella, and that was fun. That was my first time. That was my first time, like, really doing a festival. That was my first time doing, like, 
a multi-day hardcore yeah, yeah. music festival and that was like really fun mm-hmm. um and i traveled i traveled a lot mm-hmm. like i could say this year i was looking at like my miles mm-hmm. i've been on a plane about 15 times this year oh, Lord. between work and personal life oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i appreciate being able to travel mm-hmm. and um having new experiences mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like i Really, I spent more time with family this year, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I'll continue to do. I mean, I feel like I always spend time with like my close friends, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel like it wasn't a, like in my mind. I, in my mind, popping out was more good things than like disappointments. Yeah, Does that make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you dated more this year. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Sinead was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, how could I forget about that? No, no. I did, oh, yeah, I did yeah. date this year. I think that, like, you take That was strides. a big one. I, yeah. had, I made big, I took big strides in, like, dating and yes. my love life. Yeah. So, um, I feel like that sets me up well for 2019. Amen. Um, but yeah, yeah. Because I, I, there was a period where, like, I wasn't doing nothing for it too long right for a variety of reasons <laughs> but i'm here baby amen <laughs> <laughs> um let's see personal for me this year i think um i had like fell off a little bit financially last year i'm always broke but um i was like poor tough <laughs> so now i'm back to just being broke uh, <laughs> So I, I, this year was a good year for um getting my like finances in order. Cause people, <laughs> this girl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't say no more. We just say that. So I um, can't keep a good woman down. You feel me? Now that's all I'm saying. So um this year. I would, cause I I was actually talking to somebody about this um a week or so ago. And I, at first, I felt like this was a stagnant year, but I think this was a good year of like rebuilding. For me, I don't really feel like it was stagnant. I feel like well, that's why I said it wasn't stagnant. It was it was growth. I think maybe the thing is it's not like hardcore tangible. Right. But there are many times where I feel like I'll go to you and I'm like, look at you. You was like, I'm surprised by your response. That's what I'm saying. So like for me, it was like, from my perspective, I feel like you had a remarkable year mm-hmm. in your personal development. And, yeah. and it may not have been as like tangible. Like mm-hmm. I have this, I have this, mm-hmm. I did this. Mm-hmm. But like your reaction to things. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I even told you it was like 30 times funnier than me this year. Like I feel like <laughs> I laughed hard at some of your responses. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It was now, a change think, for me. I think I just chose to be more honest, not only with others, but with myself. Um, and so sometimes what I had to say was just funny, but it was just like the truth. And I was okay with being honest. Even sometimes when it was shady, I would be like, this is going to be shady, but... However. Right? Um, so, I think that was, like, I was able to communicate better with a lot of people this year. And, like, no, nah, this is not going to work. Or when I realized something is not working for me, saying that and being okay with it. And something that didn't happen all the time. But <laughs> progress was made. 
um, in that arena. I don't think anything else. Personally. What about your dating life? I was single all year. <laughs> that was gross. Like, <laughs> that might be petty. But... <laughs> Um, you feel you were single or you weren't dating at all? N- I was dating, but I was single. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, that's no, I mean, I was still single, though. So was I. But yeah, you were, I didn't say that. You were thriving. You were, you were doing your thug fizzle. I don't know if I could say thrive. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm giving her a look, guys. I'm like, girl. Okay. <laughs> I did date this year. I actually, yes, I did date a lot this year, especially in the beginning of the year, because that's when I like first got on Tinder, and none of those went anywhere. But <laughs> <laughs> but you was out there. But and um, I, I what I started doing again this year, being single again, was going out places by myself um, more often, and. Not necessarily going out with the intention of meeting someone, but just going out and being okay going by myself. Because when I lived in Atlanta, I did that all the time. But granted, I didn't have like a ton of people um, around me when I lived there. So I think getting back to that was good this year because I think it was an adjustment after being in a relationship, it's an adjustment to then like not have somebody to always not have be you like, like your default. That's what right. I call like where we going to for where we going for dinner. It's like a always easy. That's what I call relationships. It's like mm-hmm. which especially if you've been with the person for a decent amount of time, mm-hmm. like they kind of become your default. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you get out of a relationship, it's like oh, like you you always could call that person right. They're right. your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have to hang out with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I call them their, your default. Like. Well, they don't always have to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're in a relationship, yeah. like yeah, your yeah. default. Yeah. So, um, a lot of growth there, and I think another area of personal growth was for my business um, because I know I think last year I allowed some things to fall through the cracks, and I lost a couple of clients. I was like down to one client. And I was like, at first, I was like, I'm done with this. Like, forget the business, close up shop. <clears throat> but then, and even my mom, she noticed it. This year, I got way more strategic about how I handle my clients. So it's like, I have, when I come home from work, I get stuff done. I have a list of things to do. Blah, so that now, and nothing is falling through the cracks. And now I have more clients again. Um, because I think what happened last year was <clears throat> when I had like an abundance of clients trying to balance everything it was like again it got a little out of hand so i was like this year starting off the year even though i only had one client i'm gonna handle them as if i had five um so that when i did get more it was like easy to just add it on add it on add it on so i think this year um i did see revenue growth from my business so i mean it's always good to be going up in that area because that ain't always gonna hit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I think that was another um, good area of personal growth too. I forgot I blog this up again. Yes, you relaunched your blog. I did. So, um, and to this day, I still want to like shut it down every five minutes. <laughs> I think that just like as a business, however, owner, that happens sometimes. Um, and I think sometimes as a creative, you're so hypercritical of 
Yeah. What you, you know, put I out there? Calling myself a creative. <laughs> they call podcasters creative. I know. So at minimum, consider yourself a creative in this avenue. I know. So for me, I'm such a perfectionist, and I just literally hate everything, which is mm-hmm. why I stopped it mm-hmm. because I just would criticize. Like I can't leave a post alone, and even now. Um, I'm gearing up to have consistent content in mm-hmm. 2019, but like I overanalyze pictures, mm-hmm. my text, the graphics, mm-hmm. and it's to the point where I'm like, you just have to post it. You just gotta stop it because you'll <laughs> yeah. just never. Yeah, you'll always you'll always find something that needs to be changed. So me relaunching it, sensationalstatements.com, <laughs> and just so we're clear, you can Google sensational statements. Is that the tizop? Okay, I've also been working on the C. What is it? SEO. SEO. Okay, <laughs> I've been googling and researching the heck out of that. Yeah. So you ain't got to look far. <laughs> Trust me. Right. So. So um, I just I and the one lesson I learned is like you just have to for me my blog I just enjoy it and I feel like I was getting too critical and I wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I like cooking. I like craft projects. I like like home entertaining and that's what I did it for in the first place mm-hmm. I know <laughs> as we sit in, in my dining room. room that is decorated for my new year's use forward tomorrow <laughs> real slight real cute but it was supposed to just be an outlet for me and sometimes you get so mm-hmm. logged down trying to monetize and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I just don't want to do that I just want to if it comes it comes right and I just want to put myself out there yeah. and just let it ride yeah so beautiful um what other areas i can't think of anything else that well happened for me personally let's just get into i didn't get fatter i stayed the same (laughs) i did not get fatter either (laughs) on the other hand i certainly didn't lose what i was supposed to lose so i was gonna because i was gonna say what was the biggest regret of 2018. And mine is my health. I always mm-hmm. put like that on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And like this year we're on the back burner. The yeah. busier I got with other stuff. Mm-hmm. I just put it on the back burner. Yeah. So I'll say 2019. I'm like it can never go to the back burner. Yeah. Necessary other things have to go to the back burner. Mm-hmm. But this got to stay on the front. What, and I think that's my mindset going into 2019 too. Because I'm looking at weight loss the same way I looked at my business is like it's a way you can attack this better and you can be more strategic about how you're attacking it and making sure that it never falls through the cracks. Right. So I think that's also how um, I'm attacking the next year. We're going to make this thing. We're going to make it happen. Fit and fine in 2019. <laughs> and it's fine. And that's what it is. <laughs> um, but that's probably my goal that I did not accomplish. My regret of not keeping... A decent focus on it. Mm, yeah. For me for 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Um, biggest regret of the year. Or disappointment. Just the biggest like, mm, okay, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to re-strategize. Right. And I don't want to say the same thing you said, but I mean, that's one of them. Um, that could be the same one. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Mm, I guess, though I did say that getting my finances on track was um, one of 
my biggest growth points of the year. I didn't necessarily save as much as I had set out to save. Um, so just getting back to that, I guess, that was like a little bit of a um, downfall for the year. Um, but I'm on the right path of getting there next year, so I'll be good. I'll be like, it, it's, I'm not hurting. I'm still broke, but <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> keep that clear. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> That's a new shirt. I'm broke. I'm I'm saying it all 2019. Don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> I'm broke. I ain't got it. <laughs> what was your biggest? I mean, because we talked about highlights, mm-hmm. but is there a lesson you learned? Like, if there's something you went through this year, and you're like, I ain't never gonna do that again, or I'll never <laughs> put myself in that situation again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so many to choose from. Um, I think one of the biggest, I'll say, lessons for the year is sometimes you got to sacrifice to get what you want. And I think it's like, of course, we know that. Right. But. (laughs) Do you know who I am right now? Yeah. I can't see. Y'all know who I am right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Well, um. (laughs) Okay. Um, but what I mean by that is like sometimes people will allow your unwillingness to sacrifice um drag you on, and I think at some point you have to be like, okay, no, I'm not willing to continue dealing with this. I will sacrifice something for this to stop um and so I do think sometimes for you to get what you want, you are gonna have to give up other things that you want, like that's just. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, this year was like a big lesson in opportunity cost. It just clicked because at first I was like, "What?" And now I'm like, <laughs> "I was trying to be specific." I said that well, because <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'm not, mm-hmm. and we're gonna move on. <laughs> so I have two. We're doing lessons, right? Mm-hmm. One lesson is. Less is more. Mm-hmm. I have still working on this, but in some ways, like everything is not worth a response. Amen. Less is more. That's so I feel true. like for me, and I learned this a part of what I mentioned professionally, mm-hmm. and I've also applied it personally. Sometimes it just ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. And as much as I'm a person who I do like to express how I feel, mm-hmm. and it literally bothers me when I don't, it's mm-hmm. like. I can find another way to express it. Another mm. way to express it so I don't mm. have that like bottled up feeling. Mm. But sometimes when it did when it's dealing with a specific person and the way that they are, it's not worth it for me to express it to them. Right. It could be expressing it to Sydney, frankly. <laughs> or journaling mm. or just another method if I want to get it out there. Mm. But like sometimes it's just not worth the argument. Mm. And then kind of like one A of that it's like meeting people where they are. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes. Because I was such a person who's like, cut people off. And don't get me wrong, still cut. <laughs> but sometimes I've adjusted where you can enjoy someone for who they are and what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you have to force it to be anything more. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean there's something wrong that is not something more. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. 
I've so, definitely learned that this year. I like, like I learned that this year. Downgrading people is okay. That's okay. And that doesn't mean you have beef. That doesn't mean you don't care about the person. Mm-hmm. It's acknowledging where you are, mm-hmm. acknowledging where they are. Mm-hmm. And I think downgrading or accepting meeting someone where they're at mm-hmm. is partly to be kind of creating like healthy boundaries. It is. And I think this year I did that a lot. I did that in friendships. I did that dating mm-hmm. it was a big i did it at work so mm-hmm. it really was in every aspect of my life where i, I kind of was like okay where i just kind of learned how to like meet people where they are and yeah. kind of like accept it for what it is mm-hmm. and you know kind yeah, of keep it pushing because i know <laughs> and we did this well i did we was together i started off this year cutting people <laughs> <laughs> Literally after midnight, I'm like leaving this group chat, like this person, you gotta go. Like I was done, but I think it was like I needed a period of like clearing house, and then I allowed some people back in um, gradually. <laughs> like um, once I felt like it was time to let some people in, I was like, all right, you can come back in this position. You can come back in this position. You still can't come back. But it was like knowing where it's like, I'm okay with being around certain people at certain times, but they don't have to consistently be a part of my right. life. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a big like process of this year. Because some people was like, I ain't seen you all year. I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> like that was on purpose. Like, not in no kind of shady way, but it's like, yeah, I had to remove myself from the environment that, and it might not even have been that person, but just the environment that that person surrounds themselves in. I had to remove myself, and I'm like, I'll come back when I'm ready. And I was ready at a certain point this year, and I came back, and now I'm fine being... Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Now I'm fine being in certain environments and, like, almost allowing myself a little bubble. It's like, I can enjoy your environment, but I can also not let certain things in your environment affect me the way that it would have in the past. Um, so, yeah, that was a good thing that happened this year. And some people I still ain't seen all year. they like, dang, I've seen you since last year. I'm like, Just like one person literally was like, I haven't seen you since your podcast party last year. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, and it's not any shade, but it's just like, I didn't have a reason to see you. And I, it's, like you said, it's no beef. If I see you, I see you. If I see you as hugs, what's up? We can catch up. But I don't need to go out of my way to see you either. And there was... Uh, Girl, <laughs> this thing keeps scaring the best out of me. Oh, goodness. I don't... I don't figure that <laughs> out. Done, but, um... <laughs> I think... I think a part of that is just acknowledging that, like, everyone's not supposed to have... Every, everyone's not going to have the same role <laughs> when you met them, right? Yes. And everyone's not going to have a long-lasting role. And I think right. that's a big part of getting older and growing older mm-hmm. is, like, you know, people say your circle gets smaller. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. You you grow up. You grow in different directions. You don't vibe with a person anymore. And now that, once again, no beef is just, like... Personality, you just don't. Your lifestyles drastically change. You know, they have nothing in common. Yeah. So I just think that's like the growing pains of like, I think the Mm twenties because everything is kind of like emotion. None of us are steady, so it's just kind of like (laughs) we just doggy pedaling until we get to shore. Right. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. So what are some things like other things that you're planning on implementing? in the new year in 2019 
I want to be kinder to myself. Mm. Thank you, Lulu. <laughs> um, I feel like I am a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And I'm very critical of myself. Like, no one can say anything to me I haven't said to myself. That's how I'm hypercritical. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me to go to the next level, I got to chill out on myself. Mm-hmm. I have to be kinder to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to make sure I have me time. There's mm-hmm. This year was a lot between mm-hmm. work, the home buying process, We've done a, a lot this year with Good Girls Hitting Badly. Yeah. And I think there were times where I let myself slip to the background mm-hmm. and I wasn't taking care of myself in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And then that negatively affected everything. Either I was in a pissy mood or I was tired, I wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like as busy as I am or as busy as I want to be, I have to keep my center clear I have to feel good mm-hmm. and if I don't feel good I'm not doing it right. so that's another thing like if I'm not feeling it I'm not doing it and I'm not going to feel guilty about it right yeah I said what I said basically 2019 is I said what I said I do what I do it is what it is you <laughs> see what I'm saying that's my miles for 2019 gotcha okay um I think as far as like self care I do think this year I started off on a good journal journaling tip and kind of fell off so I'm not necessarily say that I'm going to get back to journaling but I want to do something regular for self-care whether it's meditating journaling coloring. never coloring <laughs> <laughs> um but implementing something regularly that I do for self-care definitely um in the next year taking a bath maybe I just feel like taking a bath takes so much time, but... It doesn't... I mean, how long do you have to sit in the bath? <laughs> you don't have to sit long. But, um... Just, um... And I do... I think meditating is the avenue I'm going to choose, but we'll see. Because... And I honestly don't necessarily like saying in the new year I'll do this because the new year freaking starts in, like, the middle of the week. And, like, everything is a process... So I think just saying in general in the year you want to do such and such, not necessarily that you're going to start on the first because, I mean, it's not even a good habit-setting process to start something on a Tuesday. Like. No, I agree. <laughs> I, for me, weeks start on Sunday for me. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that I want to, especially now my vacay is almost over. I've like, I go back to work on the third. I'll go back tomorrow. So... Only got a few more days. So mm-hmm. I've already kind of got back in the process of, all right, we're about to start up. Your yeah. schedule's about to pick back up. Mm-hmm. pick back up. And part of that was, you know, going to the grocery store. And I made, like, a little meal plan. And mm-hmm. I got my new planner. And I've kind of put in my reminders. So I feel like I don't like to wait till the first either. It's like, yeah. it's in the year. It's, it's here. It's right. like a day or two. You can just start it now. <laughs> right, yeah. And so. Because what's the difference between... Today and, and that's another thing. I don't like to start new projects midweek. It's yeah, I can't for stand me. It. I don't like it either. <laughs> it like mentally, week. Sunday is the first day of the week for me. Yeah, and, and so, it sets you up for success during the week because Monday through Friday we are busier. We are like you do already have to have your schedule in place because if you try to put your schedule in place on Tuesday, you ain't mm-hmm. gonna start that itch to the next week. Right? And then Let's you're already behind. Uh, if you know what I mean, if yeah. you're in this whole like New Year's resolution or trying to start new habits in the new year, yeah. whatever, right. you're already 
behind. Right. So yeah. I know for me, like I started today. I yeah. Started some new things. I want to keep myself accountable. And the one thing I to say is like I never use my my phone reminders for like self care type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I do now, mm-hmm. and it really is helpful. So that's yeah. my tip. And it not to be self care, but just things for yourself. Like, are you making good decisions today? Are you yeah. like I literally wrote out several. So I have mm-hmm. tons of reminders during the day that that adjusts adjust addresses things that I want to work on. Yeah. So it's like always in my face. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just my little tip. Mm-hmm. I have like fifteen reminders on every single day between right. devotions to take your birth control. That's all there. <laughs> all there okay i like that i well what works for me is my to-do list because it's like if i don't scratch everything off my to-do list by the end of the week it drives me insane even with my clients i'm like i need you to do this for me so i can scratch you off my list like i will literally tell them that and they like you don't have to worry about i said no you're on my list so i I do i'm the same (laughs) way but like i will my therapist always hates when I bring that up. Mm-hmm. She's like, you, you, you put so much pressure, mm-hmm. you put these expectations on it. So now I have a list, <laughs> and I do enjoy crossing things off. Mm-hmm. And when I can't get something crossed off, I literally talk myself down because I'm the same way. I'm literally like, this is it. I want to cross it off, especially to cross it off when you need somebody else to do something. Right. It drives you insane. Yeah. But now I'll be trying to like... It'll get handled. I did my part. Well, I have, and this Don't may be freak. extra, but like I have a list and then I have like a sub list. So like my sub list is ideas of things I want to do creatively. So it's like, it doesn't have to get done this week, but if I have time, it's here so that I can remember what the heck I wanted to blog about or like whatever. So that it's on the list, but it's not a hard list item. Like it's it can soft. Be, it can roll over till next week. A roll over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, cause okay. like some weeks, cause like I don't do my hair every week. More power to the people that do. But so sometimes my hair will be on there, but it's like that'll get done next week. Like it doesn't have to get done this week, cause I can poof it out. Like. And I gotta be honest with you. My whole like I was natural for the month of December. Mm-hmm. Like I have a wig on right now, but my hair is twisted under it. So mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. I'm still natural. And I have to say, no. <laughs> no what? Too much work, man. Well, see, I think it depends on what kind of natural you are. Because I know I like some my... people, they twist their hair every three days like clockwork. No. Not me. Not I. Not me. But I think it like once the a people week. that do that, they don't have to re-detangle it because it's already kind of nice. They just kind of retwist it in the same pattern and it's already in. So it is easier when you do it that way. However... More power to the people that got time. And, I mean, I do want to start establishing before nighttime routine. But my hair will not be part of it. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you. Like it, just, it just takes a lot of time. I have a lot of hair. It's very yeah. thick. I mean, it's definitely easier to get through now. So, I mm-hmm. feel like me having my hair out is easier to tame now that yeah. I'm, like, in it more. Yeah. But, I'm like, this takes too long. Wash, condition, blow dry, then twist yeah. it, then I... It takes too long, right. too much energy. I still be rocking more of my hair in 2019, mm-hmm. but she gonna wear braids and she gonna wear a wig and she gonna be happy because I just like, I don't know how y'all do it all the time. Right. But like my strategic practice with my hair, because I have gone through, because I've been blonde, I've been purple, I've been colored. 
But I had to get um, a good amount. Well, not a good amount, but I had to get like three inches chopped in the end of last year because I wasn't taking care of my hair. So what I do is every seven to eight weeks, I have a reminder in my calendar to schedule a trim. When I go get my trim, I get it flat twisted in a style that I can wear out and about. And I wear it flat twisted for two weeks. Then I take it out and I wear it curly for two weeks. That means one little trip to the salon lasts me a month. And then two weeks after that, I'll do it myself. And then two weeks after that, I'm back at the salon. So, so it's you like, have a method. I, yeah, that's why I'm messing with because I know I'm not twisting my hair every three, like it's not happening. So by that way, I'm literally doing my hair unless I like don't go to the salon when I'm supposed to or unless I have my hair like braided or something. I'm doing my hair like once a month and I'm okay with that. Does it get washed more often than that? Yes, because I'm going to the salon. Like I'm willing to sacrifice my money so that I don't have to do that one thing. So that's how I make sure that my hair stays healthy and still flourishes and, you know, I still have my little poof or whatever. That's a, maybe I'll have to do that, make a schedule. But for now, you know, I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah. And tomorrow, I'll be pink. <laughs> I was wondering if you was going to wear that tomorrow. Yes, I am. I have a beautiful <laughs> pink New Year's Eve wave that I'm going to mm mm-hmm. Um, so other things that I want to implement in the new year, I do want to, and I think this will be part of my bedtime, well, morning time routine too, but like a skincare routine. Cause I can't, I can never find products that actually like work for me. So I'm going to, you know, go and experiment. Have, yeah. Well, not experiment. I'm just going to have, go to an esthetician and tell them, look at my face and tell me what I need. What you need to use. Yeah. Um, so that I can get that down bad. Um, what else am I going to implement in the new year? Um, I think with, I'm going to date more strategically. That's the way I'll say that. I like um, that. I follow that. <laughs> so I'll just be more strategic about um, how I just interact with people when I meet new people or if people want to come back, how I interact with them. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think I did a good job with... I did an okay job with that this year. <laughs> I think... But just you know, continue I think, to grow I think on you have done well. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Yeah. I wasn't the best Everything either. is a process. But I do think you made... Strides. Strides and have more boundaries and mm-hmm. being more like making your what you need and want clear mm-hmm. and bouncing if it's not yeah you know done in a way that's working for you yeah. so i feel like you have made strides yeah but I, that's why i always just want to make sure like that people realize even in like workout even in business ownership you are going to fall short like that is part of life <laughs> but if you recover quick and you know, get back on path. That's what really counts. Cause like, even if you're stri- if you, even if you're consistently working out, you're gonna plateau. Like, and then you have to switch it up. So it's like something is always gonna happen, and you're gonna have to change your routine or change your strategy with anything. So, well, life isn't a checklist. That's just it. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that. You'll never be finished. Right. You're dead when it's done. Amen. And sometimes you die even before stuff is done. But. Well, I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I think that's 
one thing that I'm, well, the couple of things that I just listed, going into the new year, you know, intentionally being mindful of and trying to be better about. Anything else for our recap? Do you um, wanna, go ahead. Oh, all I want to say in my last note of 2018, one, Thank you to our lovely listeners. Yes, shout out to y'all. We had even growth there this year. We had a lot of growth this year with the podcast. More partnerships. Um, More sponsorships. We have some great things at the top of the year. Yes. Um, And we're moving just a great direction. So I appreciate all of our supporters and listeners, sponsors, Mm -hmm. for engaging with us and kicking it with us. Um. And that's it. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something. Oh. I was, but it like slipped my mind. So, uh, okay, well, that's fine. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, well, guys, thank you again for being with us this year. Can't wait to talk to y'all next week. You know, with back to our not next week. I forgot the week after that. <laughs> we having a small. Just winter break because I'll be out of town. Right. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, so not next week, but the week after that. Um, we'll be back and we'll have made some announcements by then. So we're excited um, and can't wait to talk to you guys in 2019. Happy New Year. So as oh, always. Wait. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!